Hey everybody, it's Ryan from, from Pi Records, and uh, I'm happy to be back after a little break. First one um, we're doing is with Victor from the Coffin Daggers. How you doing, Victor? All right. It's good to see you. Good to be here. So uh, I want to talk about uh, um, about the Coffin Daggers. I heard about you quite a while ago, um, it, and. I, I don't know everything about the band, but you sound like from, you're from New York. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, which, which is cool because I'm from Philly. I'm kind of close. Um, but uh, tell me a little bit about how you, how you got the Coffin Daggers uh, started. And uh, was it inspired by bands like the Mummies and things like that? Uh, uh, well, give me your take on it. Well, kind of. Uh, I uh, used to play punk rock hardcore. You know, I started out in the like early New York hardcore scene in the early 80s. And I played in, in a few notable punk bands in the, through the 80s and 90s. And then uh, I was in a band from England in the 90s. Uh, in the, like, and then I got, I was living in England and I got deported from England in 1995. <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, so, it's, it's well, I overstayed my visa. Like, oh, I, okay. I, I was in this place over there. We used to, I used to go over there for six months. We'd tour Europe and then come back here and tour. And I, I did that cycle a bunch of times. And then, uh, one of the times I just overstayed it a little bit. They wouldn't, they uh, deported me to France just to twist the knife in a little bit. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, so I ended up, long story short, I ended up living in Amsterdam for about like three years or so. And um, I had, had kind of had it up to here, like punk rock. I couldn't uh, muster it up anymore for, um, you know, yet another go around of the same thing. And so I wasn't playing guitar or anything. And the place I was living in, a previous resident had left behind a Manor Astroman album, um, Destroy Astroman, and a, and a Phantom Surfers album. And so I got engrossed in listening to that, those those records. And then around the same time, uh, Dick Dale played at the Melkbeg Club, which was like a few blocks where I was living. So I went there to see him. And it kind of like, uh, I had this epiphany kind of moment where it kind of reignited the whole reason that I liked playing guitar in the first place, you know, which is you just like hit it and it made this really cool sound, you know? And that kind of got me into like, I, I'm going to learn to play this kind of stuff, whatever. And I, I mean, I had always been aware of adventures and, and, you know, surf music and all that my whole life pretty much, but it never re really attracted me until like that moment where it just kind of like struck me that like, yeah, this is a new thing to kind of like get me back into, you know, guitar yeah. the same way when I was like learning, you know? And uh, so I got engrossed in that. And then when I came back to America, I decided to uh, uh, start a band like that. And, you know, and I went through a lot of lineup changes and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, here we are. So um, you had a new single single out last year. Uh, lots of key, lots of keyboards in it and spooky sounding. Um, where did, uh, where did your idea come from that? For that? Pardon? Where did your idea come for for the sound for the last single you had? Well, that that the, the last single you're referring to, the ghoul. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, well, that's a cover of Jack Marshall tune, which is uh, uh, it, it's actually like the flip side of like the Monsters seven inch one when that oh. came out early sixties or whatever. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of an obscure one. Um, but uh, uh, I liked it because it has a, a baritone in it. It sounds kind of cool. And uh, so we pretty much did a straight up cover of that. Although I, I hesitated to call that a single because it's, it's just online. It's not real like an actual physical release. Like, yeah. So you guys released that yourself then? Pardon? You released it yourself? Uh, no, that, that was the label. We're on Cleopatra Records. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, and they, 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 they take care of putting that out and whatnot. There's like, a lot of good... Because it was like during the pandemic and whatnot. Like there was no no physical release of it, you know. Yeah, everything's backed up now too. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that was last year. What well, what do you have going on now? Well, right now we're trying to like get well. Right right before the pandemic, we released an album, and um, we were ready to you know hit the road with it and like promote it and everything. And then, you know, the pandemic hit, everything shut down, and that kind of knocked it all out of the water. And so we've been just, I mean, we spent the whole last year and a half sort of like practicing, trying to write new songs and that. But mostly what we did is build, build out our recording studio. And um, oh wow, we've, we've opened it commercially during this, during this whole like last year and a half. And um, yeah, and so at the moment, we're trying to like kind of regroup the band and, you know, we just played music fest um yeah yeah week and uh that's that's the first thing we've done in, in like a year and a half and then now we're just trying to figure out like our next move you know when i was a teenager i used to go there every summer yeah we played it a few uh like maybe like three or four times now and yeah. it's always been fun yeah lots of lots and lots of bands Plus, after like a year and a half of like a, a, a year and a half of Sundays, you know, basically not doing anything, it was it was very refreshing to actually go out and play, you know. Yeah. What was um now now that's close to where I'm from. I'm from the Lehigh Valley. Uh, so where uh what what was the kind of reaction to the surf music from that from those the fans there this summer? Were they were they just like kind of really enthusiastic to get out and see the music? Well, usually, usually it goes over well, what we do there. Um, plus in, in Bethlehem, we have a little bit of a, of a following in Bethlehem. So the, like we play like at the fun house a bunch of times and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. And uh, so people turn out to see us for that, you know, and, and amongst the usual like crowd or whatever. You know? But it, awesome. but it, it, it it's gone pretty well. So, um, Back back to your influences. Would you say Dick Dale is a heavy influence, uh, like 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 you were mentioning before? Yeah, definitely. As far as the uh, approach to to you know assaulting the guitar, so to speak, you know. Yeah. Um, definitely, tremolo picking thing definitely comes from him. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I think I think our listeners would be interested to know what uh, what type of guitar you used to make that sound. Well, I use a, a Stratocaster and a Moserite, a Ventures model Moserite. 
and uh because they both do kind of like a slightly different thing yeah yeah they're, they're appropriate for what what we do and awesome uh, you no know, i'm i'm not particularly like uh um I, I mean i've i've played mostly strats for like forever but uh you know i started out on an sg and all that i have nothing against any other guitar really yeah but, yeah what we do national most rights like just perfect yeah the the combination um of of uh sonics sonically the combination is great yeah well the, the Moserite does what the, what the strat won't do basically. yeah which is just certain aggressive kind of thing that so who's in the lineup right now, uh, as far as members? Well, right now we have myself and we have Peter Clarnett on the bass and uh, Rob Morrison on the organ and rhythm guitar. And uh, up until now we had uh, Alex Roshinsky on drums, but he's leaving the band, unfortunately. So we are uh, in the midst of replacing him. Okay. Um... Have you held auditions? How how is it getting people to uh, audition during the, the this well, we kind of half lockdown thing? This hasn't this this is very recent, so we haven't been too too uh, on top of it at the moment. Okay, so we're 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 on the search right now. Uh, we have a couple can candidates, likely candidates. Yeah. Um. So. What uh, what I'd like to know is how many songs you you are like currently working on because releasing I, I know a lot of bands release stuff close to or with within the pandemic that went on to write tons more songs. How uh, how much material do you have right now that you're able to work on in your studio? Well, there was a bunch of stuff that we were working on before the whole thing went down. And uh, at the beginning of it, I said, like what a lot of people did is they said, oh, great. I'm going to like, I'm going to write 10 albums worth of songs. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the other thing. And ended up doing like nothing, you know? Um, so, I mean, I came up with ideas and stuff like that, but uh, nothing, nothing concrete. Um, where, whereas like where I, where I, the way I, that I work normally is, uh, you know, I, I plot along meandering along trying to like churn out stuff and and i'm not happy with any of it most of it gets scrapped then all of a sudden like everything comes in a in, a, in an instant you know and it just yeah develops like um but i gotta kind of be working on it for that to happen you know but it's usually not not what i'm working on like how how is the studio working out for you pardon how is the studio working out for you Oh, so far so good. I mean, we uh, we always had recording facilities. I've always been like like a hobbyist with that, and, and I've always been involved in recording. Um, and uh, we uh, we uh, never thought past like, oh, we have a, like a, our own demo studio or whatever. But then the last four studios we've recorded at have closed down, and we've always done everything completely analog, like on tape. Yeah, and so those studios are, are dropping like flies now, um, and so we decided let's just step it up and, you know, get the equipment up to snuff and get it to the standard that that we established with the records and, you know, 
and it's it's you know it's been going really well. You know the the, the gear's good, the it, the room's good. Uh, we've we've done a few bands so far, commercially, and it, it's going well. We've managed to get some clients in despite this, you know world situation. Are you are you uh, able to talk about who you worked with? Uh, just mostly it's been local bands really at the moment. No, nobody like relevant to like surf music or whatever. So there's a lot of there's a lot of hardcore shows coming out right now up in New York. Uh, did you get involved with any of uh, those bands that are they're kind of warming back up? Well, like the, I I haven't been really involved with the hardcore thing per se. I have a, I have a punk band going on uh, uh, called Dying Breed as well. That's okay. pretty much straight out like punk band and. Um, yeah, but we have we haven't really played out too much, and uh, I mean, there's not the the whole like hardcore scene like in in New York like during the eighties it, it just became into something that it wasn't before. It turned into this like like real like jockey like aggressive like you know kind of thing, and, and uh, so over the like since the nineties, I haven't really been involved in the punk scene too much, you know, or hardcore scene or what have you. So I'm I'm not there, there, although there's a few things going on in New York with respect to there's just sort of like revival going on and you know I haven't been too involved in it. Oh. Yeah, the like the Madball thing when they when they did the show. Uh, well, that was yeah. the, the big show in the park of uh, a couple months ago now. Whatever yeah. That, uh, um. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't at that. Um. I, I know there was a big controversy about that show and all, but. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of on the fence, but still glad to kind of see them out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in a way, it's like it's in the spirit of the whole thing anyway, doing something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we got to talk. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about? Anything you're working on? Uh, anything we may not have touched on that you that you wanna that you wanna talk about before we sign off? Well, nothing in particular. I mean, uh, just want to uh, maybe uh, give this album a little push because this this the album we did right before the pandemic. Yeah, and uh, got blown out of the water, unfortunately. But uh, it's a it's a whole album of uh, Japanese surf like instrumental sort of tunes. Oh man, and, um, I would totally love that record. <laughs> we, we can totally send you one where where um, where do you where can you get that record pretty much everywhere it's on cleopatra records so pretty much uh, er, everywhere from a me bond down like um and uh it's uh yeah i mean it, it kind of stalled out because it just came out as soon as the pandemic hit and everything and other than that like i said we've been accumulating songs and you know yeah. hopefully start again soon and get something out in the near future that's a shame because that's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotten it's gotten really good response so far, you know. And I, I'm I'm very pleased with the way it turned out. Have have people uh, been paying more attention to it now that that things are opening up and they can go out to the stores and pick this up? Uh, I, I'm not sure, really, to be honest. I, I've been in, like this bubble all this time, so yeah, it's really starting to come up for air, so. Yeah. All right, Victor. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. 
I want to wish you good luck with your studio. Um, I, that's something that I would I would love to have in my house, although I don't have the talent for it. <laughs> um, but it'd be something I love to just being around music all the time. And and uh, but the next best thing is talking to people like you who can, can give me some insight into their music and recording other people's music. So I want to thank you so much for your time. Um, Thanks for 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 calling me um, before the meeting because uh, we would have missed each other. So thank you so much, Victor. Yeah, thank you. All right, have a good day. All right, you too.